This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, and welcome to the show. Ahead, the Seattle Thunderbirds have found their way into the CHL Top 10 rankings this week. They're off to a strong start. T-Birds head coach Matt Odette will join us in moments. The WHL Player of the Week is Matt Ward of the Swifter Broncos. We'll hear from him as the Broncos seemingly turning things around. And the WHL Goaltender of the Week, Dylan Garand of the Kamloops Blazers, has his team on top of the BC Division. He'll close out our show. First up. What a start for the Seattle Thunderbirds as they uh, play in an uber-competitive U.S. division. The Thunderbirds uh, recognized this week in the CHL Top 10. They slide in at number 9, and their head coach is Matt Odette, and he joins us here on the line. Hey, Matt, first of all, uh, it's been a a great start to your season. I know you you probably felt you had the capability of a team to to be really good this season, still young, but uh, you have to be impressed with how things are going so far in Seattle. Yeah, um, you know, we're happy with our start. A uh, good group of young players, you know, starting to mash and gel together as a team. And, um, you know, our goal is to develop and, and get better every day. And I think we're doing that. Now, I like your balance. You know, you mentioned, you know, you have some veterans, but you have some, some NHL uh, draft eligible guys that are ranked on NHL Central Scouting's players to watch list. You have four, which uh, ties for the most in the WHL. So uh, I want to say it, it feels like you're doing it the right way. You have a mix of veterans and some, some guys that are getting some attention uh, from NHL scouts as well. Yeah, we do. We have a nice blend. Um, you know, our veterans are, are carrying the old guys like Henry Krabinski, uh, Tyrell Bauer, uh, Matt Rempe, and it's a great group to learn from. These guys go about their business the right way. Uh, very professional, very hardworking, and you know, guys like Jordan Gustafson, Kevin Korczynski, you know, guys like that, you know, can emulate those guys and, and see how it's done. So um, it's a nice environment to have in our room with everyone trying to get better and, and go places. You mentioned Matthew Rempe, and he, he for me, is uh, a really intriguing. He, here's a guy that came into the league and is, has developed and has uh, got the attention, obviously, of the Rangers that he has signed an entry-level contract. Uh, he has just improved his game so much, and he is a load at, at six foot eight as well here. Tell me more about Matthew Rempe and his progress with your team. Yeah, such a great story. Um, you know, came, with, came to us as an undrafted player, um, was very raw, raw, obviously, when we first laid eyes on him. Uh, credit to Russ Farwell for, for giving him his start and his opportunity. And it's just a matter of hard work and determination from there. Um, you know, really diligent with his craft, trying to get better, you know, open to coaching and, and a strong work ethic. And um, he's put in the time, the extra work um, to get better. And, and he's done that uh, and made very big strides each and every year. We're surprised every time we see him, uh, you know, after being away for, for a couple of months, he's hard to recognize. He's, he improves so much every time we see him, and um, you know it's a credit to his character and and his professional and what he brings to the table uh, every day, and it rubs off on the rest of our guys. I know we had a, a great camp there with the Rangers as well. At times, it seems like he's maybe even too big for this league. You know, he he bumps into guys and and takes penalties. Uh, uh, that has to be a little bit frustrating for the coaching staff. But uh, I know you you like the physicality, but is it a is it a fine line when you're that big? Yeah, it is. I mean, it is an aspect that we really like about him. Um, you know, he plays hard. He's, he's not trying to hurt anybody. Um, I think, like you said, um, you know, just that big guy who can skate and he's running into smaller guys, you know, and sometimes that can can lead to hard hits and, and some suspensions, but his intentions aren't to hurt anybody. Um, he knows he has to play physical to to make his way to the NHL, and 
Um, he's definitely doing that, but I think his skills are coming around. His skills are underrated. Um, you know, he's improving those every day, you know, and, and providing production for us. So um, work in progress, but he's come a long way and he's doing a great job. Our guest is Matt Odette, the head coach of the Seattle Thunderbirds. Uh, Matt ranked in the CHL Top 10 this week. I was joking off air about the fact that, you know, maybe your cover's blown here. You can't fly under the radar anymore, but I'm sure it's nice to be recognized at number nine on that list this week. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to get acknowledged. Um, you know, I think the guys, it excites the guys, know that they're they're being recognized for their for their strong play. But at the same time, uh, you know, we have to stay humble and, and stick to our process. And we know that we have a long way to go. Um, you know, we've got bigger things that we want to accomplish this year, and we have to keep working towards that. There was a report that uh, you're also about to strengthen your blue line or potentially strengthen your blue line with uh, the report of Slovakian defenseman Samuel Nazko coming uh, over uh, overseas to join your hockey club. He was a pick in the import draft. He's a third-round selection of the Columbus Blue Jackets in, in 2020 here. Is that, uh, is that an ad here you're looking to do uh, in the coming days and weeks? Uh, right now, nothing's official. Uh, I think it's a developing situation. You know, we know, and, and obviously he's a... You know, he's a good talent. Samuel Kanazko, you know, would be a great addition to our team. But um, nothing's official, and, you know, we'll see how that plays out. But um, we've been happy with our imports, and, you know, if Samuel does end up joining us, uh, it will make for a difficult decision. In another tough U.S. division year, it looks like, uh, you know, you have two rivals right there, uh, Everett and Portland, who uh, you'll play a ton this season, obviously. But uh, with that said, uh, that that's, again, going to be really tough there. Your, your rivals are your top teams once again uh, with yourself. And what's life like in the U.S. division so far this season? Uh, always tough. Um, you know, every team's always competitive. You know, we, we feel like uh, playing within the U.S. division battle tests us for when we play outside of it. Obviously, Everett's doing their thing again, and, you know, I think Portland's got off to a little bit of a, a rough start, but we know they're a great team that's going to come around, and Spokane and Tri-City, uh, you know, work extremely hard, and they're young, up-and-coming team. so um, no easy nights. Um, we got to be prepared for, for battle each and every game, and um, like I said, it, it tests us for what we face, uh, you know, outside of our division and, and potentially in the playoffs. Speaking of outside your division, you'll start to welcome teams uh, from inside the BC division here coming up uh, later this month, and then you'll finally get north of the border here for a swing through BC, which has to be exciting not only for you, but you know, your players. It's been a long time since uh, we've had something like that happen for you. Yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be you know nice to get back on the road, get up, get up to Canada, um, see some of the different teams, and, and test ourselves against some of the excellent teams in the BC division, teams like Kamloops, um, you know, Vancouver, you know, very good teams. Just something different. You know, obviously we've been playing our, our U.S. division foes for a long time now, and it'll be nice to, to see some different teams in different buildings, different cities, and, and get back to some normalcy again. Finally, Matt, it seems like hockey is growing in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, you've added the Seattle Kraken, an NHL expansion club this season here. What has it, it meant for the hockey buzz uh, in your neck of the woods there? It's it's been outstanding. Um, you know, first and foremost, more people talking about hockey. You know, more people getting interested in it. I think it's good for hockey in the Pacific Northwest. Um, you know, it's good for our guys to have the opportunity to see uh, an NHL team up close. Um, you know, emulate the players that they can see in person now, um, and just and and more NHL traffic. You know, I think our our city's been a hub for scouts and, and things like that, but I think it's going to be even more so now. You know, with Seattle cracking right in our backyard, it's going to bring, you know, more scouts, more GMs, more 
NHL people through our building, and I think that's a good thing for everybody. All right, hey, Matt. Matt Odette, our guest, uh, head coach of the Seattle Thunderbirds here with uh, the T-Birds here on a roll here to start the season. Matt, thanks for your time here on WHL this week. Thanks, John, for having me. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. Swift Kerr Bronco forward Matt Ward put up seven points in a three-game span this past week on his way to being named the WHL Player of the Week. Matt sat down with Craig Boschman and Ryan Schweitzer on the Broncos This Week podcast. I imagine, uh, you know, a, a good weekend made even better with that news coming from the league, eh? Yeah, I guess so. Um, it's nice to always get recognized like that. Um, but the biggest thing for us is we got we had a good uh, three-game stretch there. We got, I think, five out of possible six points. So uh, that's what we're most happy about right now. Team first guy. Love to see it. Well, a team first, of course, getting the wins, as you said, is the most important thing. But we can't gloss over the fact that you had a very impressive week. Um, four points against Lethbridge on Saturday. Uh, you know, I was really impressed with the goals that you scored. I mean, the the first one, you just steal the puck from the guy in the forecheck. And it's something that I'm sure you take a lot of pride in working hard to create those opportunities for yourself. How did you kind of see that play develop? Um, yeah, well, um, I think the big part of the game is playing away from the puck. Um, and I just implemented our forward check. I uh, tried to angle him up the wall and then caused a turnover and then um, just kind of went down on a little mini, mini breakaway. Kinger was kind of giving me some uh, chirps because apparently we had a 2 on but but uh, I was lucky enough to put that one in the back of the net. So. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you, you touched on it about, uh, you know, being happy with five of the possible six points and uh, two big wins. What's the attitude like in the, in the room right now? Because it was, uh, it was some tough sledding before those two big wins. Um, well, I mean, we're not really changing the way we play. We have the same systems. We're not really reinventing the wheel here. Um, we trust our systems. We know when we're, uh, you know, doing everything right and people are accountable. Um, we have a good chance to win every night. So uh, I think that's just how we got to play the rest of the year. So I guess it's the same feeling. I mean, you know, you got the back-to-back wins now and the team's happy about that. But the team was still confident during that, that losing streak. You knew that you had a chance to win most of those games. So I guess the, the mood doesn't change a whole lot knowing that we're still playing the same way. We just finally got the results we wanted. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, all those losses, I mean, at the end of the day, they're still losses. But the positives out of those are they're not they're not blowout games. Like, they're, they're close games for the most part. Um, a couple off nights, but like most of them were right there to the very end of the game. So uh, it's definitely nice to get those those wins there. Your whole line had an impressive game on Saturday. Rafael Pelche, Josh Filman on your wings. Um, you guys were put together just a couple of games ago, and it looks like there was some pretty serious chemistry going on there on Saturday. Um, you know, what is it playing with those two guys that seems to, to work out so far? I think overall we're a fast line, um, high hockey IQ. Um, but I don't know, it's just, I don't know, one of those things that just click. Uh, kind of hard to explain, put in words, but um, I can't just say that. We still got to, we got to, uh, you know, continue it. So uh, we're looking forward to heading into the next game. How great is it to see all these young guys that were in the hub last year take that step forward? I mean, yourself included, but even guys like Josh Philman, you know, Josh Davies, uh, these younger guys, Owen Pickering, who have stepped up into bigger roles this year and contributed even more on the ice than they did uh, in that shortened season back in the spring. Uh, yeah, well, I think the biggest thing for, for our young team like that is we were put in a position uh, with lots of ice time and the experience that we gained throughout last year and the start of this year. Uh, I guess it's, you know, more than what other teams, young guys are experiencing. So I think that gives us a head start 
um, in terms of you know our future, I guess is a good way to say it. But um, we still got a long way to go. So in the times we've talked to you, um, very mature, very composed, um, and even seeing how you play on the ice and react to certain situations in your hockey past have you worn the c a lot and you know is a leadership role something that you kind of naturally gravitate towards um i've worn uh some letters in the past yeah um but my my leadership uh nine times out of ten comes on the ice um i'm leader on the ice i lead by example um i'm not the kind of guy that's gonna say a lot of unnecessary things in the room i don't really see the point in that i mean obviously if something needs to be said i'm not afraid to um say stuff but i don't really see the point in saying a lot of stuff that's just you know doesn't need to be said because i mean sometimes it can be toxic you know um but yeah like i said nine times out of ten i lead on the ice and try and lead by example well hey it was great chatting with you matt ward uh, defending whl player of the week thanks for taking the time and doing this man sure thank you guys this is the WHL This Week, presented by Bauer Hockey. Catloose Blazer goaltender Dylan Garan picked up the WHL Goaltender of the Week honors after going 2-0 and uh, stopping 49 of 50 shots and victories over the Portland Winterhawks and the Victoria Royals. Uh, we'll start with the Portland game. First of all, midweek game. It was the first time, Dylan, that a, a U.S. team had, had been north of the border for months in the WHL, so that was an exciting game, I think, for both teams. For sure. It was definitely you know a little bit of a different feeling waking up that day, kind of getting to play someone else for the first time in pretty much two years so definitely it was an exciting day for our group and you know they're a good team and we knew that they were going to come hard and it was going to be a good test for us and um, you know we had a really good start and ultimately you know got the win there we played one of our best games of the year I thought and you know it was a lot of fun to like I said play that different opponent and um, it was a great test for us and it was great to get the win. From there, the team uh, headed onto the island, your hometown of Victoria, where you posted your 10th career shutout uh, in a victory over the Victoria Royals. And uh, it's funny, we mentioned this, you have 10 career shutouts, all have come against BC Division opponents, and you picked up the one there on, on the Friday night. Yeah, no, for sure. That was, a, I think, give a lot of credit to the guys in front of me. They played a great game. Uh, again, we kind of followed up, you know, from the Portland game. We played one of our one of our better games of the season, and, you know, we kind of have these success factor things, and we had a pretty high score that game, so... Um, you know, they made it easy for me, and um, I just tried to, you know, do my part. And like I said, like, shutouts are always great to get, but it's it's not really my goal going into the game. It's just to get the win. And, you know, to have two, uh, three wins by the team um, last week was, was definitely great to have. This is your fourth season in the WHL. In fact, you broke it at even at 15, and we're picking up wins uh, when you were 15. Uh, this Blazer blue line in front of you, how would you compare it to it now to what you've had in your career? Yeah, our D-Corps is great. I think the, these past two years, um, we've had really good D-men, which as a goal, you can't really ask much uh, for much more than that. But, um, you know, last year we had great guys with, you know, Anya Bucci and Sean Strange and stuff like that. And, um, you know, now they're gone, but we've still got veteran, you know, Quinch Schmeeman and we picked up Marco Stacha and Victor Parison and Matt Lindgren's having a pretty good year. So, you know, can't really ask for, you know, solid top six um, more than what we got. And um, they've been great and have been helping out. Overall, the team start, Dylan, has been uh, pretty sensational here. It's uh, one of the best starts in, in franchise history. Uh, what would you uh, credit that to so far? Um, yeah, I think a lot of things. I think, you know, we have a, a great roster, which obviously, you know, is important. But I think just our mindset and every day, like even in practice, we come in, you know, with great energy. We've got, you know, we like to talk about a world-class energy and enthusiasm. I think, you know, everyone wants to get better and everyone wants to work. We're kind of 
a hungry group and we do a good job of you know not riding the highs too high and, and stuff like that and you know we kind of come out hungry for every game and looking for points and um yeah it's still early we've had a great start for sure but um you know it's going to be a long year and we just got to keep it going personally for you you seem to be getting better and better the more games you get this season uh and i know that uh, you'll likely be targeting uh, a world junior invite for a second straight year you uh, were part of the team last year then won a silver medal uh and i know that's on your radar here as you you get closer here to christmas yeah for sure anytime you have the opportunity to represent your country is, is pretty special and um you know i was lucky to be a part of that group last year and um you know it's too bad we, we came up just short but i definitely looking at a shot of redemption and you know kind of finish the job what we couldn't do last year um so that is it's definitely exciting that you know that time's coming but um you know it's also important to be present right now i'm here i'm playing for the Camus blazers and uh, all my focus is is just to get wins for this team and um, when the time comes to, you know, go represent my country, then that's what I'll focus on. But right now I'm here and, um, you know, like you said, I feel like I've been getting better and better, um, you know, as the games go on. I'm looking to continue that trend and um, we got some important games coming up this week, so I'm looking forward to it. And beyond, uh, this Western Conference seems really, really difficult this season. You still haven't seen teams like Everett and Seattle who were off to great starts. Uh, saw Portland once. Uh, Vancouver has made some moves to bolster their team. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a real tough Western Conference this year. And, you know, getting home ice advantage would be uh, would be a sure bonus. But how do you see things playing out? For sure. I, th- I mean, like you said, it's a great Western Conference. We haven't seen all the teams yet. I know Everett and Seattle are definitely on the radar. Um, you know, it'll be exciting to play those guys once we get the opportunity but um i'm not even sure really like i said before it's still early um i think you know for us it's just important to to focus on us rather than look too far ahead of you know how playoffs are sitting and stuff like that so um you know i like where our group's at right now and we're definitely going to continue the trend that we're going in okay congratulations on being the whl goaltender of the week dylan thank you Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to our guests, and thanks to Craig Boschman and Ryan Schweitzer in Swift Current for their help. I'm John Key. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL broadcast partners and Bauer Hockey.